live from the DT Studios on Talk Radio 1. This is Daily Turismo Radio. Powered by EuropeanMotorWorks.com. Here's your hosts, Editor-in-Chief of Daily Turismo, Vince Barbary, Chris Florin and Ashley DeLuca. Hello, motorheads, and welcome to another fun and exciting episode of the Daily Turismo Radio Show. This is the place to get your weekly dosage of cars, comedy, and culture. We are broadcasting live tonight on TalkRadio1.com from our palatial studio here in scenic Gardena, California, which is home of the U.S. (laughs) headquarters of Nissan Foods, makers of Top Ramen Cup Noodles. (laughs) <laughs> and many other MSG-laden <laughs> Japanese-style instant noodle dishes. Somebody uh, actually did some research. I'm actually impressed. And wow. I'm not making that up. And actually, it, he sees it on the yeah. way on the way <laughs> into the studio. He drive right past it. I'm a big fan of uh, freeze-dried crustaceans packed in styrofoam. What can I say? And then you nuke them in the microwave. We keep a, a big inventory at our workshop as emergency rations. <laughs> yes. They're pretty, gr- they're pretty and gross, the, yeah, actually. That's but. really what they should be used for is emergency <laughs> yeah, rations. Yeah. No human should have to eat that <laughs> yeah, by choice. Exactly. Uh, but before I get too far ahead of myself here, as our regular host, Vince, would say, uh, I need to introduce some of the other giant nerds in the studio with me today. First of all, Vince is out tonight due to some strange and sudden onset of Volvo vaginitis. Um, Some say there's no cure for that, but I'm sure he will learn to live with the disease and he will begin purchasing used Volvos in mass soon. Uh, I recommend the 240 and all of its fine options like two-door, four-door wagon. They made limos, the occasional El Camino version. Did they have a diesel version too? There was a diesel version, I had one of those. Uh, There was a V6. There was a chop top coupe. There were all sorts of different versions. He He can make it through this. Um. <laughs> anyway, sitting across from me is co-host Ashley, who wishes she had driven here tonight in an AutoZam AZ1. But alas, I have not, because it is still in Japan. Uh, <laughs> let me guess, though. Let me guess. You drove an Evo. Yes. My clutch is going out, though. Uh, I actually, I saw an Evo, another Evo on the road today. I was like, wow, there's another Evo. I was like, I was blown away. There's a lot of Evos out there. I mean, not I like say, yeah, compared I was to say, Camrys you, or something. Yeah, I was say, yeah, yeah. You, well... They're I usually don't. Rare. Maybe I don't notice them as much. Yeah. Some. <laughs> I shouldn't even say. Okay. It. Never mind. My uh, car's <laughs> actually going to be rolling over a hundred thousand miles this weekend. Oh wow! So oh, this, yeah, I'm I was, there. Was My some TDI old Asian just did lady. that last weekend. Oh, so sad. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's an old Asian lady driving the Evo. Anyway, thought, wow. <laughs> sitting over there, um, twiddling the knobs and moving sliders around is producer Ben. Try not to move but, anything uh, because everything is working, so he, I'm leaving it alone. Ben drives a Dodge truck, so what does he know about yeah. cool cars anyway? <laughs> we're not going to talk to him about cars. Um, and I'm your host, Chris, for tonight, a.k.a. C-Flow, and I'm reporting diligently for duty here in the exciting world of automotive internet radio. Yay! And podcasts. <laughs> and podcasts. Yes. And I'm still driving my Knox-spewing TDI, if you were wondering what I drove here today. Um, Kill and I don't actually feel bad the about that. No. And I did some research on this today, too. Um, when you look at the grams per mile emitted of NOx, that's oxides of nitrogen, um, the, worst, nerds. <laughs> the worst TDIs uh, that were measured by West Virginia University, the guys who uncovered this whole thing, they emit about 1.48 grams per mile of NOx, like at, at the most. Now, a typical full-size diesel truck, like Cummins Power Dodge or... <laughs> No, no, no. Full size okay. pickup, not oh, okay. not heavy duty truck. Just full size pickup. Okay. Duramax or Power Stroke. Those emit about three grams per mile, so twice as much 
as the worst t- cheating TDIs. Yeah, but they're like twice as cool. So it's like, right, it's but, okay. But me driving around, it takes two of me to equal one person using their diesel pickup as a commuter vehicle. So I don't really feel bad about that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so we now have the conscienceless C flow. I, I still have a conscience. Um, it's just not effective. It's not a diesel conscience. It's not as clean as it should have been, oh, but it's but it's not it's not killing everyone yes, by well driving played. it. Like yes. yeah. okay. Anyway, <laughs> so we're gonna mix things up a little bit tonight, um, since Vince is not here, and we are going to go first to a segment of Seaflow's news, and I don't know if we're gonna play the song or not. Yeah, we could actually play the song. Okay. It's time for Seaflow's oh. news. What happened? There's news. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we're calling it news. Don't interrupt my news segment, man. Seaflow's news. Seaflow. Seaflow. Seaflow's news, not Ben's news. Seaflow's news, not Ben's news. Don't interrupt my news segment, man. Seaflow's news, not Ben's news. Seaflow's news, not Ben's news. I just know it's his news. Really, he has news. <laughs> right, so, you, so, you, so why don't you preface the Seaflow's yeah, news? Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm going to. Um. This is a special on-location edition for you tonight. It's uh, last weekend. I had the privilege of participating in the Button Turbo race in, of the Twenty Four Hours of Lemon series, uh, which was just up the highway at Button Willow Raceway in the dusty, drought-ridden Central Valley. And I was there with my team, Black Iron Racing, of whom Vince is a former member. Um, <laughs> former member uh, of like his that. own <laughs> choice. He decided not to do it anymore. But um, we were debuting our new five point three liter. V8 swapped BMW E36 3 Series. And so we built this thing over the course of about 10 weeks. Um, and this was its first race. Uh, so that was exciting. But in between unloading our truck and finishing last minute jobs on the car and going through tech and BS and. Yeah, what happened to late tech? Night that wrenching you... and partying, all that yeah. stuff. Um, I got to record some interviews. I was able to chat with some interesting Lemons folks about the 10th anniversary of the series and what it means to them and why they're involved with this particular form of crap can racing. Um, so what are you going to ask, Ben? All right. Um, I was going to ask what happened at Tech. We passed Tech with no problem. Okay. But we got 15 penalty laps. <laughs> that might, some people I'm might actually, consider that a problem. I'm surprised about that. I was anticipating significantly more penalty yeah, laps for you guys. The, the judge was kind. And I, he's the first guy I interviewed, actually. So. Oh, um, okay. He, he, was, he was not impressed, but he wasn't um, violently upset either. So. Hmm. <laughs> next, next time we'll send you up there with some Daily Turismo t-shirts and everything. And yeah, then maybe it won't be so many penalty Na- Nathan laps. Nathan brought a, uh, a very nice bottle of tequila straight from Mexico. And that helped a little bit as a bribe. <laughs> But okay. Anyway, all right. Here we go. Here we go. So now we are uh, Is this about the right to witness no. okay. Spank's merry band of lunatics, or whatever he calls it. So start right, with so the one labeled number yeah, yeah. one, <laughs> not number two. <laughs> You're killing right, me, here Smalls. We go. Okay, here we, right, go. here we go. Here we go. Thank you for joining us for a special edition of Seaflow's okay, News, coming to you live, not live really. I guess this is pre-recorded, but coming to you on location from the Buttonwillow Raceway Park in beautiful Lerdo Highway, Buttonwillow, California. This is the this is the uh, actual 10th anniversary of Lemons Racing because it's in California as opposed to Michigan, which is where they're having the 
10th anniversary for some reason. But anyway, we're here to talk to a few Lemons officials to get their thoughts on uh, 10 years of doing this crazy race slash carnival slash madhouse. Uh, so here we go. Let's go. So we're here with Judge Eric Rude. And Eric, what do you think about the 10th anniversary of Lemons? Have you been involved with it the whole time? Uh, not for the whole 10 years. Uh, I've been doing Lemons since 2010, so about six years. Um, pretty excited about the 10th anniversary, though. Got a lot of good stuff planned. What does it mean to you to be here uh, with this crazy uh, circus known as Lemons? Um, man, no one's ever asked me that. <laughs> uh, it's probably the best group of people I've ever been around for any length of time. Um, so it means a lot just being around good people and uh, you know, you don't usually think of race car drivers as people who take care of each other, but Lemons is definitely one of those places where uh, people are really good to each other. So, uh, yeah, it means a lot being around people like that and being part of that. Very nice. Um, so what is it that you have against American V8s? <laughs> I have nothing against American V8s. Uh, just uh, not a big fan of people pressing the, uh, the easy button. Oh, okay. All right. So, you know, an LS motor is the easy yeah, button. Yeah, if you did that, you would be a big fat cheater, right? Yeah, totally. Not that I know anyone who did that. Yeah, no, right. no one would do that at all. No. Okay. That's, uh, thank you for your time and uh, good luck with the judging. Are you driving this weekend? Uh, I am not driving this weekend, no. Okay. I'll just be laughing at all the bad drivers. All right. So thanks again to Judge Eric. And uh, Eric, thank you again for not giving me a thousand penalty laps. I'll try to not do that next time. So now we're here with uh, a Lemons legend of, of sorts, uh, Mr. Alex Vendler, creator of the Geo Metronome and uh, purveyor of box trucks. Um, Alex, what does it mean to you to be here at the, uh, the real uh, 10th anniversary of Lemons? Well, it's great because I can't believe that this has been going on for 10 years and that I'm this old. Um, and it's nice to, to come back after a big time off from Lemons and show up at a race that's sort of special for Jay and the guys, so that's good. And you just got off the track. Uh, how was it out there? Hot. Hot? Were you it, running your cool suit? I was not, and I should have been. You should have been. What well, else should you have been? I, I, should have, I should have had the cool suit on, but <laughs> we're practicing. Um, it's, the car runs beautifully. This car is very fast, and they gave us a lot of penalty laps because we deserve them. Can you tell our listeners what you're driving today? It is a uh, BMW E36 four-door with uh, some kind of L PDQ or XYZ right. uh, yeah. Chevy motor out of a truck, like a Suburban. It's got all the P's and Q's. It is, and yeah. it's tons of power, terrible transmission, and a great car, so it's good. And you basically don't have to shift, right? You just, There's shifting. You treat it like an automatic. I mean, if you shift. wanted to, you could just drive the whole track and forth, and you'd probably only lose a few seconds a lap. That sounds good. Yeah. No, I look forward great. to it. Yeah, it's great. The brakes right. are really good, too. It's a good car. This thing's still good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that was Alex Vendler. Um, now we're with uh, John Pagel, who is the chief of tech. Is that correct? Uh, I think my card says tech tyrant. Tech tyrant. Okay. Excuse me. Um, so, uh, John, being the, the, this is kind of the, the 10th anniversary, even though it's not the official race. Close uh, enough, yeah. It's close enough. What, what does it mean to you to be involved with something this crazy that's been going on for this long now? I get to come here, have a good time, and get paid to do it. 
and I have a great time. I work with people like you, people, all these, you can look around and see all the fun and cool people and cars here, and I get paid to do this. How can I argue against that? It's a wonderful situation. Right, so it's the atmosphere. It's the atmosphere. The people. It's actually, I mean, well, other than the 100 degrees sweat box we're in yeah. right now, but in general, it's a nice, it's a lot, it's a lot of fun. And uh, as, as tech tyrant, um, what is your job exactly? It's to keep people safe, right? It's keep people alive. It's keep, keep everyone safe on the track. You know? right. And um, my job is simply is simply that, is to make sure the cars are safe. I'm not who judges whether or not they're too fast or whether or not right. they're in what class or whether or not they get penalty laps. My job is purely to make sure the car is safe and make sure no one gets hurt. And what, what are the kind of the worst uh, things that you would see in terms of safety? Usually really, really horrible cage design and fabrication. Okay. Bad welds, missing welds, cages that aren't high enough, stuff like that. That's a, that's a, that's a, the, as a major failure point, that's the biggest one. All the other stuff is usually fixable at the track right. without a big problem. The battery's not held down right, et cetera. The small stuff is usually fixable at the track and is not fatal. But a big, a bad cage deal, and when I say fatal, not fatal for the people on the track, fatal for the car, for the fact that deck, it can't yeah. for passing deck. Yeah. And it, it's, you know, they're, they're on the trailer and going home. Right. And so on the Lemons Tech uh, website, there's a suggestion that if you don't know what you're doing, you should probably pay a professional. That is highly, highly recommended. Yeah, yeah. okay. Or practice welding quite a bit. Or practice right? welding quite a bit, yeah. I, I as, a, as a, not as Lemons, not as Lemons, um, but as my own personal business, I actually have started giving cage building classes. Oh, wow, okay. Um, and my first class was well attended and well received, and the people really liked it, so they could understand. I gave them my design techniques, my welding techniques. It was uh, 20 hours of intense um, instruction over wow. the weekend. Okay, and so, that's with the Evil Genius Racing? Evil Genius Racing, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I've, been, I've done one, and I'm scheduling more. And um, again, it's not an advertisement, but I... I'm way past my limit of the number of cages I can personally build with everything right. I've got going in my life. And um, I made a conscious decision to say that these people, people who can have the wherewithal to build cages, sorry, that's okay. have the wherewithal to build cages, are going to build them anyway. I might as well make sure they build them well. Yeah, you're teaching the people to fish, right? Yeah. Okay. So That sounds like a valiant effort. Right. Uh, yeah, it's good. Are you going to be doing that again? Um, oh, yeah. I'm actually going probably to the East Coast, probably to Southern California. I actually do it in a mobile sense, or I can do oh, it out of my okay. shop in Davis. So very cool. So people could go to evilgeniusracing.com to find out about that. Yeah. I'm expecting. Okay. Right. Okay. Great. All right. Okay. Thank you, John. No problem. And that was the first part of our little uh, on-location edition of Seaflow's News. And now we are going to listen to part two. Eventually. <laughs> I was trying to draw out my sentences there. <laughs> part, part two. two. So now we are uh, about to witness Spank's merry band of lunatics, or whatever he calls it. Uh, this is seven Lemons cars that are all going to roll through in BS inspection at the same time. There's a Mini Moke, a Mini Moke dressed as the uh, OJ Ford Bronco, and then there are the other cars are all police cars that are going to chase him. There's the Hyundai Excel police car, the Austin. Uh, Land Crab, I forget the name of that. Mini, there's some terrible Renault or French small car. There's a Prius with a Harley motorcycle engine, which you might hear. And then there's a Yugo. Just, just 
So Spank and his team just conducted some uh, fake interviews with some fake reporters. When she was accused of uh, killing 24-hour racing lemons. Now they're going to go around the paddock um, in this big procession with the white Bronco leading the set six police cars. And there they go. Harley-powered Prius moves under its own power. This is a miracle of miracles. Uh, some of the questions that were asked were uh, uh, related to Spank's cars that he's built over the years, and I wanted to ask him whether uh, the French government would uh, would ever let him visit their country after after running the most beautiful French car of all time, the Citroën DS, uh, in a lemons race of all places. So uh, maybe we'll have him on the show one of these days uh, in the studio to answer that and many other hard-hitting questions. All right, so now that Spank and his merry band have uh, left on their procession, we're here with the Team Super Troop, who has a Super Trooper-themed car. Can you guys introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Ilya Sedler. My name is John Sproul. Frank Levinson. I'm Matt James. And so, we're, missing, we're missing our fifth guy, Alvin Chen, who couldn't, right. uh, Chang, who couldn't uh, be here tonight. Shout out to Alvin. Uh, yes. Tell us a little bit about your Lemons car. So we like to shake and bake. Yeah, shaking our, and baking is the key. In our large American sedan that is surprisingly fast. It is a 1978 uh, Mercury Zephyr. Oh, so it's actually a Zephyr. It's a Zephyr. It's, it's, yeah. it's a Fairmont. Yeah. Not to be right. confused with the Fairmont. I actually did make that mistake, so I apologize. I it's okay. I should have never been born. But, Henry uh, Ford would be pissed. He would. No, no, no. Mercury saw fit to add... Uh, Air extractors to the fenders. That's oh. how you can tell it's a Zephyr. Okay. Yeah, little gills. The hood ornament. Is that and the how hood you guys ornament. are cheating with those yeah. air extractors? Yeah. Well, we have the air extractors and we have the hood ornament, which lets us line up on apexes. And uh, uh, and the ride engineered it's, badge, yes. which makes sure ride uh, engineered. Yes. That's exactly. Yeah. That I I went through junkyards getting badges like that oh, yeah. for our Broham theme or Broham, uh, however you say it. Uh, Cadillac. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't supposed to be any any one mark in specific, but I know the very badge that you're talking yeah. about. Nice. <laughs> also, so, a little known fact, uh, we are the factory Mercury racing team. Yes, because so, Mercury is now defunct, and right. we are the only people running a Mercury in a national series. That makes wow. us the, the Mercury race team. So it, if you look at our pit, you can see the Mercury racing flag I flying proudly. Did you guys contact Ford Motor Company about that? Did you? Uh, uh, we assume they just <laughs> left that to us. Yeah. They fully support us. Yeah. Yeah. Response is pending. As, as far as we know, we're legit. <laughs> can you guys give us some details of uh, how many cars you're, you? I mean, how many races your cars have, have completed? And, so uh, this is now race number ten for us. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, no, this is yeah, ten. This is ten, yeah. and yeah. this is the third engine. Third engine. Third okay. engine. And that's yeah. the 302. Yep. But this one's been going for a while. This this, this engine yeah. has been good to us. It's so, a it's a 50 motor, uh, 302 out of a Mustang. Yeah, fun fact about the the 502. Or sorry, the the. 302, 50 motor. That's how you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact Don't about tell that anyone. is uh, we found that out in uh, in Chukwala when we blew up our yeah. motor. And then we had to run to Phoenix. Frank over here ran all the way to Phoenix for parts. And we found out that you know in the process of rebuilding it, we got maybe a little inebriated. Okay. Maybe a little as an understand uh, under <laughs> understating it a little bit. Sure. Anyways, but that's the same motor that we were now running. So some for guys seven races. While we were rebuilding our engine, 
some guys pushed their car over with a rainbow of different colors and flavors of vodka, uh, and we took part in their shenanigans. Shout, shout out to the My Little Pony yes, guys. <laughs> the My Little Pony guys. Uh, so we were pretty drunk when we were assembling our motor. So, so in other words, I think what you're saying is the secret to longevity in lemons is to get nice and liquored up before you before you work on your car. That is exactly that what is, we're saying. That is okay. one tip that I could give to newbie lemons uh, participants. It's to drink before you work on your car. Basically loosen up and just go with the flow. Yes. Right? Like, I'm right. pretty sure that's the way Henry Ford intended you to rebuild his motors. He wanted you to be really sauced. We're, uh, we're a proponent of Ferdinand BMW and, and his and his teachings, but uh, <laughs> Henry Ford is a good a good role model too. Alright, thank you very much guys. Team Super Troop. We are uh, pitted you. just across the way from you and good luck in the race and shake a bake. Keep on wrenching. Alright, thank you. Okay, C Flow, what's up? <laughs> Keep it going. <laughs> Ashley is now dancing in the studio with glow paint. <laughs> yeah, we're very, we're, we're a very casual group. Okay, so now we're we're here with uh, Team Neon Cat. Am I pronouncing that right? Neon Car. The, so the team is oh, Neon Car. Neon Car. Yes. Your, and it, but your pronunciation is perfect. Okay. And is it true that Neon is the sound that a cat makes in Japanese? Uh, yes. Instead of meow, they say Neon. Neon Cat. Right. And that's a fascinating topic, really. Uh, what it is. Uh, we've researched it for just hours and hours about uh, the different uh, sounds that cats make. Um, uh, you <laughs> in know, different languages. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, you know, America is meow. Uh, yeah. Japan Nyan, uh, German, oh, uh, it's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's quite aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that might not have been a cat. Uh, <laughs> All right. I'm not sure. I, my favorite is the butterfly, uh, the butterfly in different languages. So it's like uh, Yon or uh, Mariposa, butterfly, and then in German it's Schmetterling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I, know, I know in German, uh, hospital is Krankenhaus. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, you guys run a BMW E28. So five, E28 yeah. is an 85 uh, 528E. Yeah. And, and does it have e the... stands for efficiency. Yes. That's right. Yeah, high efficiency. ADA, right? The, yes. The Greek letter ADA. <laughs> That's right. Is, uh, is that still the ADA engine? That is hood? still the ADA engine. The there is nothing... And you guys talk about it except for the eight speakers on top of the roof. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so the part of the Yen car theme is playing this song. Over and over and over again, all the time for the entire race. And I've seen you guys at many, many races in the three or four years you guys have been running this car, and it always puts a smile on my face to hear the sound. So, um, what, do, what does the team mean to you guys, or what does Lemons mean to you, uh, if you had to sum it up? 
you know, we're, we're pretty casual about uh, lemons. We really, I think we just came out here. We want to get a lot of track time. And, yeah. and you know, it's, it's a fun atmosphere, uh, lemons. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun seeing all the other cars and creative things that people we're do. We're about having a good time. We're not gearheads. We yeah. do nothing but fix speakers and amps. Yeah. Okay. Pretty oh, much. So you're AV, AV geeks. No, not that either. No? <laughs> no. Okay. No, we just want to annoy people. Okay. We want to continue to annoy yeah. them. Or, or make them love the music. I mean, one I or the other. I think it's funny. So. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know it's, it's about a 50-50. Okay. So, so <laughs> I will say, we definitely did not expect to get uh, the as much of a positive response as we have gotten. <laughs> we, when we uh, came up with this concept that we were going to play this annoying music on repeat and annoy all of our neighbors and everyone on the track and everything, we thought this would last like between one and one half of a race yeah. and we sort of expected after the first day someone would come in the night with some with just like a screwdriver and just ruin our speakers <laughs> so they couldn't uh, do this anymore yeah. we actually which, i think we've gotten a much much better response which jay uh, than has threatened us before in the past no, many so just people, kill your speaker with its screwdriver he has yeah. held it near the speaker yeah. before <laughs> many people have threatened okay. uh, none so far have, uh, have followed through but uh, no yeah i think we were really surprised we do it for the kids because kids love kids love love love, love yeah. the yeah. old people have no idea what uh what this is, but uh, the, the younger people, the it's younger people, thing, right? yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a meme. What's that yeah. It's a meme car. What's yeah. Meme? Have you have you guys thought about teaming up with uh, Dead Mouse with his Neon car? So, funny story. Yeah. We actually tried to post on his Facebook. Yeah. And you know, tag him, but he did not respond to uh, us. I'm sorry. Because he has he has a, a Ferrari, Ferrari. four five eight. Yes, exactly. It's painted the same. It's, it's wrapped. Yeah, it's it's wrapped. It's the same oh, livery. This yeah. is actual livery. Yeah. Hand hand done. He artwork. actually gave up on his Ferrari, sold it off, <laughs> got away from it. Well, no, I, I mean, he should Ferrari, join your team. Really. He should. Oh yeah. He I should. think I think Ferrari got upset with them. Ferrari right? sent him a cease and desist. Yeah, like because because he called it the Ferrari, and he said no, oh. that's that's a bastardization of our beautiful company name. Right. And but so now he's got something else uh, that he put the same. Uh, I think it's a Lamborghini. It's another yeah. supercar. Yeah. Okay. Right? Some some other yeah. supercar. It's hard to keep track with Dead Mouse. Yeah. But uh, other than Facebook, uh, we don't really know how to reach out to him. So, um, but if he's a fan of the podcast, maybe he can. Sure that he, he listens every week. Yeah, so really. uh, uh, you know he'll call in live tonight. Yeah. I'm sure. There you go. We'll, we'll sort it out. But yeah. yeah. So <laughs> our our, our uh, Facebook uh, page, uh, the year that we started, 2013, is in there. So we know we have proof that we were there before. Right. Before him. <laughs> right. So we put 2013. And that's, that's proof. Exactly. That is proof. Uh, it's not because. Uh, Natalie Yankar had already taken the uh, the slash Yankar um, uh, thing. It was nothing. It had nothing to do with it. It's okay. because we we knew your, your uh, the historical profile. the historical import of what we were doing. So we had to we had to declare that up front. Makes sense. Yes. Yeah. So um, in summary, you guys have a pretty decent car and a very annoying theme, but you seem like a good group of guys that's here to have a good time. That's all we're about. Um, annoying to some people, I should say. Like, I, like I said, I think it's funny. Half, but half, 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 and half. Half okay. And half. So keep doing what you're doing, and uh, thanks for joining us on the Daily Turismo Radio Show. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you very much. All right. Cheers. So uh, that, I think that wraps up our coverage of the 10th anniversary, the 24 Hour of Lemons, uh, running here at beautiful Buttonwillow Raceway Park in the Central Valley, and we will. Be right back on the Daily Turismo Radio Show. Thanks for listening. Seaflow signing out. Well done, Seaflow. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That was my first uh, on-location segment, if you will. Very nice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> fantastic. The music you heard in the background, that was the Super Troop team. They were just blasting you know, random music, and I heard the Let Me Take a Selfie song, and I thought, <laughs> okay, I want to incorporate this into my, nice. into my segment. 
So Ashley you, you like interrupted she, my she, new she, segment. Well, that's kind of what I do. But, <laughs> you know, it was uh, Ashley dancing all over the place, you know, like she was at a rave. We turned the lights right. out and everything while listening to it. So yeah, I almost took out all the mics. So it's probably for everybody's <laughs> best interest and that, safety. That he that he, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so how did the weekend go for Black Iron? Uh, it went pretty well. Um, like I said, we got 15 penalty laps, which, okay, we could have gotten a lot more than that with a what is basically a 300-horsepower V8-powered M3. I mean, let's be honest here. That just by itself, when you say that, it sounds like a giant cheater, right? But for a <laughs> because lemons, it is a giant lemons, cheater. Right? No, so what <laughs> I, like I will the, say is I, I like the we way did you... not we did not we did not document our costs very well, um, and we didn't present that to the judge, and we never had to do that in the past because nobody really cared before. But this time they did care because of the car, and so Judge Eric said, you know, next time you guys give me a, a full list of everything you bought for the swap everything you sold what you think things are worth and then i'll give you less laps next time if if you're convincing enough um and then so, so i think we're gonna <laughs> so the tequila didn't help well the tequila uh, might have i mean we yeah. could have gotten 25 if, if yeah that, yeah so um <laughs> he said you know we're and we're gonna work on the theme as well for next time we did the the brougham theme with the big chrome grill but uh i didn't put the white vinyl top back on it and we didn't paint the car for the race so you know we could we didn't dress up in costumes we could have done a little bit better with that. So what is your um, costume theme supposed to be for your Lemons team then? Well, what are you planning on? What I did, what we did last time, the first time we did the theme was um, like cheesy used car salesman suits. <laughs> well, not really suits, but like, you know, really cheesy 70s shirts and, and bad ties and like bright blue shorts. Nice. And, you know, we tried to look like sleazy used car salesmen <laughs> who are selling you this fine luxury car, which is a... It sounds like you, sounds like you accomplished that. Brougham. We did we did accomplish that the first time, which was 2012. Uh, but since then, we've rebuilt the car, new chassis, new engine, new transmission. So it's really not a rebuilt of the car. Well, it's a completely new car. We took all the parts <laughs> off the old car, and we cut up the old car into little pieces, and then we put all the parts onto the new shell. So mm-hmm. it's, in a way, it's kind of the same car. It's just... Without all the rust, kind of, but not really. Yeah, <laughs> it just doesn't have all the rust. It's really. kind of, but not at all like the. Yeah, so, so Jay Lamb told us, you know, you guys, this is too rusty. The car we had before, it's not safe even for lemons. You can't run this again unless you fix it or get a different car. So, we chose the latter, which was much easier than fixing a really rusty chassis. And it cost um, you 15 laps. No, that I mean, the car itself was basically free. It was 200 dollars, like for reals. Uh, <laughs> it was the stuff that we put in it that got us to 15 laps. But, yeah, uh, like the LS1 motor. It's not an LS1. It's an LM7. Okay. It's cast iron block. <laughs> it's from a, a Suburban, a 2004 Suburban. It's got all the truck accessories, truck manifold. We made the exhaust headers to fit the car, but we made those out of a cheap kit. Um, we used a, an old 70s four-speed transmission from a Firebird, a Super T10. We made a drive shaft. Uh, we made motor mounts. We made just about everything. And when you say we, do you mean uh, Nathan? No, we. Okay. I mean, I I did a lot too. I mean, <laughs> Nathan did step up, and, and uh, I should say we started this three years ago, and Nathan helped us finish it. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> were you anticipating uh, on making this race initially, though? I nah, I remember you were mentioning that you were. I was not skeptical. really like yeah. But then we paid for it, so it's like okay, there's no refunds. Okay. So once you pay, it's like okay, we have to do it now. There's no choice. Okay. Um, so that kind of lit the fire and, and got us going again. Uh, but the car itself is very strong. I highly recommend a V8 powered E36 <laughs> as, a, as a track car. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Even with that terrible transmission, it was just like point and shoot. And, um, 
you know, I I didn't do the fastest laps because I was still getting used to it, but Alex Vendler turned a 208, which is moving along pretty wow. well in a brand new car that hadn't been tested. Was he just yeah. driving or did he help build as well? He did help build. He said that he was going to be in a drive and drive, basically just show up yeah. and pay. Uh, but he kind of got into it and he had a little bit of fun. He made the splitter for us. He made the wing for us. He did some ducting for us. He he got into the spirit of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The interview you did with him was was like just about as long as the interview we had. You know, when he was actually on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> he was so, way more talkative this so, time. Sometimes, at least. yeah. Sometimes the track, he's, he's yeah. man a few words, and sometimes he he's very talkative. So just get him out to the track, uh, and he'll be way more talkative. Yeah, that, that's his natural habitat. Yeah. Really. Um, so how long exactly do you, these lemon like how long does the lemons race actually last? For? So yeah, it's called the twenty four hours, but there really aren't any more twenty four hour races. There were a few, but. Um, it's normally like eight hours one day and six and a half the next day. I think that's what it was this time. Or sometimes it's seven and seven. Um, mm-hmm. So you get a nice break in the middle. You get to work on your car and hang out and have dinner and sleep and stuff <laughs> if you want to. Yeah. Um, I wrote a weird little thing in the pits. It was a uh, it was a, a one wheel Segway type thing. It's called a mono wheel or something. It's, it looks like a skateboard, but it's just got a giant wheel in the center, one single wheel. And it looks like there's no motor or anything, but you get on it and it just starts going. <laughs> <laughs> it's got little LED. There's like so many it. weird like people mover yeah. things that are coming out that you just stand on and it's like wheelie around. It's it was. Weird. <laughs> it looked like a really kind of homemade type of deal, but when I wrote it, it was actually a lot easier than riding a Segway because I've tried that and it's not intuitive. Uh, hmm. But this thing, you just kind of lean your, you know, you, you ride it like a skateboard, and you lean your front foot forward to go forward, and you lean your back foot back to go back, and that's it. And you just lean left and right to turn. So that was cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, seven hours one day, seven hours the next. Usually. And how long did the car last? It lasted till the end. It um, did? Yeah. It wasn't on track 100% of the time because when Mr. Dan Gilas started driving, <laughs> things started going south. <laughs> uh, we had a power steering we, pump failure. Yeah. We had some overheating. We had some oil leaks. We, uh, a, we, we can't talk too bad about our only listener. So. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to Dan. He was he was turning fast laps. He was being a good driver, but he was a little bit hard on the car. Um, or a maybe the bit? car just because I, I heard time. he blew it up. That he was kind of he didn't blow it up. He he did he did hurt it. Um, <laughs> maybe that it chose that moment to hurt itself because it. It realized who was driving it. It's yeah, like, oh. it was like <laughs> tapping out, like I give, like no <laughs> yeah. more. <laughs> yeah, um, but we got a, we went, and, he went and got a new power steering pump. We swapped it, we got a new belt on it. We got, you know, water back in it and kept going. Um, and we where we do overheated. You, where, the where did he, where does he go to get? There's auto parts stores out in the so middle. So like, of just like brand new stuff. It's not like he's like okay. Yeah, it was just uh, you know O'Reilly po- suburban power steering pump, so got to got to keep going you know i think you should be given like two additional penitent laps for that well, you should like, have to go point. get you know so that th- that basically rolls into next time so yeah. that gets counted against us next time if they really want to get you know persnickety about it i'm That's gonna s- it i'm gonna send jay lamb an email make he, sure that he doesn't can. care anymore <laughs> <laughs> he's got people working for him now he was I, there this weekend for like what seemed like two hours and then he left so just making an appearance yeah pretty much <laughs> But that's smart. I mean, you know, he's been running this thing for almost 10 years now. and, and uh, So does it run itself now, basically? He's got guys. He's got people who do it. You know, he, they do most of the work now, and he can kind of hang back. So good for him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right. So, you want to take a break? Uh, sure. All right. We'll take a break, and then uh, when we get back, we will do... We will do Get Off My Driveway. Oh, Woo. excellent. <laughs> 
You're listening to Daily Turismo Radio. and break out your credit card. Time for another Blue Glove Tool Review. This week's tool is a Craftsman 311-piece mechanics tool set. This should be a part of every man's garage. It's a starter set. It's what you start with. You know, you don't go out and buy a specialty tools, your ratcheting wrenches or your uh, robo-glip. You buy, you start off with a 311-piece mechanics tool set. You get that, and then you can move on to, to other tools. And this is a basic, it's all, it's got enough wrenches, it's got sockets, it's got three different sized, uh, quarter inch, half inch, and three eighths. And it is a good basic set. I like the Craftsman, it's inexpensive, it's $230 on Amazon.com. And you can get it from uh, Deli Turismo. If you head over to Deli Turismo and look up the Blue Glove Tool Review, you'll go to our um, affiliate link, and you can buy it, and Deli Turismo, Turismo will get a few bucks if you buy it. But uh, it's the basic set that you're going to start your gearhead garage, and you'll start working on your own cars. And it's something that like producer Ben would ever buy, because he pays someone else to work on his cars, because he's not a real man. But if you're a real man, you're going to buy this 300 an 11-piece mechanics tool set, and then we're going to go ahead and just go buy it. Don't worry about it. We're not going to tell your wife about it. Hello, Daily Turismo listeners. Now that the British country, otherwise known as the United Kingdom, has left the European Union, we would like to announce that European Motor Works, sponsor of Daily Turismo Radio, is no longer known as European Motor Works. They are now British Motor Works. And no longer will they be servicing Volkswagen engines. They will be working on Jaguar engines. Land Rover. Aston Martin. Mini. All these good British brands. If you need any hard parts or machining services, engineering as we call it, if you need a specialist to make you a bespoke assembly, pop round to European, I mean British Motorworks on Prairie Avenue in Hawthorne, California. Call it, ring him up at 1-800-722-8678, toll free in the US. If you're in jolly old Britain, however, there might be a small charge. That's European Motorworks, or visit europeanmotorworks.com. And God save the Queen. And also tell him DT Radio sent you.
Bill Caswell from Build Race Party. You're listening to Daily Turismo Radio. Hey, everybody. We're back here on the Daily Turismo Radio show. That was a quick break and a word from our sponsor. And now we are going to do a segment we like to call Get Off My Driveway. However, before we do that, I wanted to ask Ashley about her weekend, uh, which was car-related. Yes. Where did you go last weekend? I went to Laguna Seca in Monterey. Uh Actually, beautiful Monterey. I can say instead of scenic Monterey, (laughs) beautiful scenic Monterey instead of Gardena or Button Willow. (laughs) Which is just dust. (laughs) Button Willow is just dust and like literally tumbleweeds and stuff. Yes. Yeah. So what were you doing there at Laguna Seca? There was the Miatas at MRLS event that was going on that uh, last weekend where it was basically... Um, it's a three day event where it's only Miatas, I guess, allowed on track. Yeah. Or um they do allow Miatas with swapped motors, but I have it's never seen Miata, right? Yeah, but I've never seen anybody have a different car with a Miata motor swapped into it. I oh, don't know if that's that, allowed. You don't, you're not sure? Okay. I'm not sure if that's I've allowed. I've noticed there's some like um guys with old British roadsters like Triumphs and stuff that en- that are now putting Miata engines yeah, in, into yeah. those. Um I didn't see any of them at okay. the event, but um, right. yeah, so basically it's just a track day just for Miatas. You have to have a roll bar in your car for safety reasons if you're going to be doing hot laps, yeah. but um, luckily Mazda, um, I think it's Mazda and Trackmasters uh, are partnered together for this event, and they do a really good job putting it together for people that aren't tracking even. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fun for people that are doing hot laps, but they also have a lot of other events going on throughout the weekend to kind of entertain the people that aren't going on track or that don't have roll bars. People get dragged along and (laughs) and aren't driving. Yeah, okay. So um, on Friday, there was like this big barbecue and Moss Motor sponsors it. So it's free for anybody that wants to go and hang out. Nice. um, I think it's just in like the parking lot of one of the hotels. And then um, Saturday, there is uh, hot laps all day long. and so same on Sunday. The schedule on Saturday and Sunday are pretty much the same. Yeah. But um, during the middle of the day, they have like they did like an aerial photo of like a bunch of Miatas. Like we did a parade lap during uh, um, like lunchtime. I think I've seen that from past years. Yeah, they they, a couple years okay. ago they did one where they spelled out like MX twenty five or something for like the twenty fifth anniversary right. of the Miata. But this year they spelled out like one million or something because this is the year that the one millionth Miata has rolled off of the production floor. and That's right. um, in Hiroshima. Right? Yes, so they have been sending that car all over the world and having everybody sign it, which I got to sign the car, which was cool. Oh, you know? nice. So, um, yeah, they did like a big uh, photo, I guess, of everybody before the parade laps. And, uh, yeah, hot laps all day long. So how um, much track time did you get? It was actually really good. So there was... Um, five sessions per run group, I guess. Um, and they were 18 minutes long each. Okay. So, I mean. So it's kind of like a, you know, normal track day weekend, but everything is a Miata. (laughs) Yeah. Everything's a Miata. Everything is kind of in the same, you know, everyone's going around the same speed, I guess, if you pick the right run group and, uh. So is there like kind of a stock run group and a slightly modified or is it is it It goes mostly by, by experience level. Skill. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the higher run groups have open passing yeah. and the lower run groups can only pass in certain areas and have to do point buys and Yeah. So that's that's fairly <laughs> normal for track days, right? What yeah. group um, were you in? 
<laughs> I was in um, B on Saturday and A on Sunday. So A is the highest run group. That's um, most of the vendors were running. I mean, I shouldn't have been in A only because I'm really like my car's not as fast as most of the vendor cars. Mm-hmm. Um, like B was, you know, for people that were fast, but they aren't running like LS swapped Miatas or like case swapped Miatas, you know. But as long as you're, as a driver, as long as you're comfortable with other cars being fast, it's not really a problem, right? Yeah, it's not a problem. And, um, whoa, 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 whoa. How'd you do? I did good. She won Uh, the track day. (laughs) I won the track day. I took (laughs) video. It's not a race then. Well, I know, but what was your fastest lap? Um, so I didn't, Uh, uh, I have a transponder, (laughs) but I didn't pay to get my lap times recorded, but I took video, so I can get it from the video, but I haven't edited the video yet. I've been kind of busy this week at work and stuff. So the fastest I did in my stock 93 was like two minutes flat. So, okay. Hopefully I'm under two minutes. (laughs) I think it was two or maybe it was like two Oh five. I don't know. It was very close to two, but yeah, yeah, I did. I found that out just by watching through the video. So I hope you're faster than that. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, <laughs> I actually took a few ride-alongs with some of the uh, vendors from Nine Four Nine Racing, and um, my lap was like almost the same in terms of like where they were on the track at you know this you know and all the corners and stuff. But mm-hmm. it just in terms of like sheer power, I was like miles behind them. Yeah, but okay. Um, after getting two different ride-alongs, like my lines were the pretty much the same as theirs. So oh, cool. I just need to get more comfortable with, you know, flooring it in the corners more. Or, I don't know. Did yeah. this, did this give you the urge to start racing again? Um, I mean, I've always liked doing racing and I would like to do it. NASA keeps giving me out as handicaps, which is kind of why I'm actually uh, West Coast Nationals for NASA is coming up uh, next week. Um, I believe, uh, at the end of the week, it's like a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's like five days. Wow. And that's a button willow. Beautiful and button willow. Beautiful button yes. willow. <laughs> we used to call it bumpy willow, but they did repave it. That's nice. It's nice to drive on now. I hadn't, yeah. I hadn't driven on it since they repaved it, but not so bumpy anymore. Maybe we could call it dusty willow now. <laughs> there's a lot of dust. Cow poop willow. It always smells <laughs> like cows in the morning. It's so yeah. gross. It was the temperature is nice this time of year out there though. It's yes. not 110. Yeah, that's the best part about going to Laguna Seca though. It's like the temperature mm-hmm. is very mild. You get the nice ocean breeze, and then, you know, you don't have to drive a million miles to go sleep in some crappy motel yeah. six in the middle of nowhere. You know, you're in Monterey. You can park your. There's a few trailer friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, parking you know uh, hotels or something we ended up staying at like an airbnb that allowed oh, nice. dogs so i brought my dog and they allowed dogs at the track and there's also campgrounds surrounding the track that's what we did last time yes that's a good way to go because you're already there after the track yeah. day you just kind of dri- <laughs> you drive up the hill and you hang out and then sleep in your tent yep so it's yeah very nice track yes so also on saturday they had like a big um kind of like a banquet thing this was like 10th year anniversary of the event itself Mm. so um they had a lot of the mazda guys come out tom matano was out there he was one of the guys that originally worked as an engineer on the first miata first gen miata so okay he was out there um that was the only he was the only one that i actually saw that was wandering around i don't know if any of the other guys that Mm. uh, worked on the car were there for this event but um yeah they had the millionth miata was there and we could sign it um, they gave everybody like paint pens and you can go and sign your name on it. And there were 
giving out tons of free shirts and, you know, nice. bunch of swag and stuff. So, and ride alongs, you know, it was cool because yeah. they allowed um, ride alongs for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. So even so you if can you experience like what it, what a different Miata is like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the vendor cars were fun. You could get ride alongs in those, but it's, yeah, okay. sometimes it's kind of unusual when they allow passengers just for the general right general track day because participants of the yeah. Aspect. yeah but they they allow anybody to go on and nice yeah it was really cool so good times were had by all so if you're <laughs> in the monterey area next this time next year and you have a miata then go check it out right yeah you yeah. have to sign up for it like day of though oh, that's right it does fill up fast but yeah. but you can go as a spectator right yes. you don't have to sign up to yes. just go check it out yeah, yeah yeah you can go as a spectator but uh, if you want to do any of the hot laps or anything like that, you have to sign up like day of within like a few hours or else the run groups fill up really quickly. Right. And so. that, that's through Trackmasters, I believe. Yeah. They have yeah. a website. I think it's like Miatas yeah. at MROS.com or something like that. So, yeah. Miatas at wordtoyourmother.com. <laughs> W-T-Y-M. <laughs> All right. Um, cool. So that sounds get like off my driveway. Weekend. Yeah. We're gonna, let's do get, get off my off driveway. Get off my driveway. <laughs> Boy, get off my driveway. So, <laughs> sorry, I was getting, getting into character a little too much there. Um, I'm going to let Ashley go first on this one. This is the segment where we rant about something, by the way, if you couldn't tell from listening. <laughs> okay, so get off my driveway. I am so annoyed with the fact of how much car dealerships add markup on top of cars over msrp mm, yeah it's literally just you know going straight into the car dealership's pockets for That's no right. reason and you know it's crazy to me that people are paying these i don't know if they are or aren't i mean the cars are moving off the lot right yeah but um the reason i bring it up is because my parents have finally decided to purchase new cars and wow. While we were going around and looking at cars, my dad is still interested in a Focus RS. And it seems like in California right now, the markup for Focus RSs is 10K over MSRP. Wow. Which is a whole nother car. Yeah. You, like, it's like a regular Focus almost on top yeah. of it. Yeah. So I don't know if people are actually paying that or what, but it just, it's so ridiculous because obviously you know, Ford gives the dealerships a price. This is what, you know, is recommended that you yeah. sell this car for. Yeah, sure. And they're not even trying to hide it. They just no. like tack this on like. And it's, it's mostly for like rare cars, like the Focus RS, right? Things that are, that are in short supply. So yeah. therefore people will pay it. Right. I guess so. But at the same time, you know, there are cars that like I, the, so we found one, we found a Focus RS that's in Tustin okay. and, um, there's two of them there, and they've been sitting there. I mean, I think there's a recall on them right now is what the guy yeah. was saying is there's, like, a software recall, and there's something in the door handle that needs to be fixed, something, okay. I don't know, whatever. But, um, yeah, they uh, basically they've had this markup on it, and they aren't really willing to budge on, you know, if you're willing to buy the car for what it costs and you're there with like cash in hand, they still won't sell it to they you still turn for, you away. Yeah. yeah. And that's ridiculous. You know, they're just greedy and it's super frustrating to me. So get off my driveway, use car salesman. <laughs> <laughs> Lousy car salesman. What have they ever done for us? Yeah. They've just sold us cars and profited 
bunch of jerks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, that is a good one. Um, I am going to rant about stance bros. Mm. <laughs> There was and lots of those at the Miata event over I, the weekend. <laughs> Miata is kind of becoming one of those cars that, that gets stanced out. And, and maybe this needs some explanation, but when I say stance bro, I mean someone who's modifying a car purely to make it um, stanced out, if you will, or hella flush, or uh, the trend where you, you basically tuck the wheel and tire into the fender as, as tight as possible with like zero suspension travel. Um, and, and a ton of negative camber and tires that are stretched really tight over really wide wheels. Um, I mean, it's, it's an obsession. It's a, it's a trend. Some people think, uh, this is making their car so awesome and they're entitled to their opinion. That's fine. Um, but I, I kind of think it's just ridiculous. Like, um, these guys have to take it to the extreme to get noticed in their scene anymore. Like, you know, a slightly lowered car, nobody cares anymore. So, um, I'm not sure why Instagram followers are now more important than building something right, yeah. but it seems like that's what people are doing. Like, oh, I want to get noticed. I want to be, you know. I well, obviously you get noticed when you're driving through a parking lot and your car gets <laughs> like beached on a freaking speed bump, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. Or your tires are like rubbing against your fenders and, and like burning the paint off or, you know, they, uh, uh, stop recording us, Ben. That's distracting. <laughs> I don't mean the sound. I mean the video. We're live, man. It's live video. Yeah, too. I don't. I don't know. This is. I could rant about that too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm gonna just say a few simple tips if you're thinking about going hella flush. Um, so number one is ask yourself why. Why do I want to ruin the fenders on my car with poorly executed rolling techniques? Ruin the functionality with massive amounts of camber and no suspension travel. Should I have ever been born? That's the question <laughs> that you need to ask yourself. Um, number two is think about moderation. How about this? You will get noticed for not stretching the crap out of your tires these days. If you're if you're friends with people who are doing that, in order to be different now, you have to not do that. So if you don't tuck your rims so hard into the fenders that the lip rubs the paint off, people will start to wonder what kind of crazy trendsetter you are. <laughs> And it's the whole, like, you know, I want to be different just like everybody else phenomenon. Like, you know, whenever a trend comes out, it's like, oh, I want to be, I want to be different like those guys. Um, you want to be distinct from the masses. So you follow along blindly in the path of thousands of other people who've done all the same things that you're about to do. Um, you know, how does that make sense? It's like, there was a South Park episode about, about, uh, goths that was, uh, you know, if all you have to do to be a nonconformist like us is, is listen to the same music we do and wear the same clothes we do. <laughs> it's the same thing, but with cars. I mean, that's what I'm ranting about. I'm all for modifying your car, lower it, put nice wheels and tires on it, make it look good. Great. That's awesome. But just to ruin the functionality of it, just because that's what everybody's doing right now, just stop and think, you know? Or because you think it's cool. Like, I don't even know if they think it's cool, though. That's the thing. Like, if they really, really liked it, I'd be all for it. But I think they're doing it just to get noticed and just to get just to piss people off like me, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, but number three on my list uh, for of advice for these people is consider how unfun it is to ride in a car with no suspension travel. I don't know if you guys have ever done that, but, you know, we have suspension for a reason, springs and dampers and and uh, arms and everything to absorb bumps from really crappy roads to keep the passengers semi-comfortable to prevent the car from shaking itself to death. I mean, lowering your car the right way will be fine. 
you'll still have some suspension travel if you do that with like short struts or nice coilovers or maybe just sport springs and, and shocks um, that are designed to still actually work. Uh, that will that will keep your car enjoyable enjoyable to drive and make it handle better, make it look better, all those good things. Uh, but what what good is a car if it only looks illest, but you hate driving it? Like I don't I don't really know anybody personally who, who's into this, and maybe that's telling. I don't know, but I I want to talk to some of these people and ask them: Do you really like driving this thing this way? Like, are you driving it like just to put up? Are you just putting up with it because of the the fitment? Or do you actually like the way it drives now? Like it's that's not, it's not because of the way it drives. It's because of the right, look. Right. The but, look is what. Like, but but a car isn't just to look at, right? So that's that's what I want to ask them. Like what you know. Yeah, but that's all these people go to. It's not like they're tracking their car. They're just taking it to like meets. And but they stuff. still have to drive it on the street, right? And so you know. Yeah, they put up with it because it makes them cool, right? Yeah, exactly. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> Yes, that's, that's what, what I, they say. That's it's exactly, like a lifestyle that's brand. Right. That's what all these companies and, and you're are. And a hater if you that's don't like awesome it. awesome that yeah. you pulled out the yeah. lifestyle, though. It so. is. That's like there's all these ridiculous Illist lifestyle and brands, fat yeah, lace and all that. They they do, they do nothing. They're just marketing companies, and yeah. they sell stickers. And these guys put them on their cars. And like I said, I'm all for modifying cars. Make it what you want. Go for it. And and they're certainly allowed to do that. Maybe not legally in some cases, but. Um, they're entitled to their opinion, but I'm saying, what what the heck, guys? Your opinion is is dumb. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> thanks, but no right. thanks. Get off my driveway. Yeah. Uh, just think about it, because they're they are actually like, you know, taking nice cars and like rolling the crap out of the fenders in a really terrible way. A lot, you know, like a baseball bat. Yeah, and it just looks terrible, and it's like, like it's kind of like the old rice rocket thing where people would get the body kits and they'd put it on their Civic, but they wouldn't paint it. And so it would be like primered and it's like, no, you just made it look worse. <laughs> <laughs> just just leave it alone and it would have looked fine and it would have been worth something when you were done with it. But anyway, I'm I'm done. <laughs> that's it. I dropped the mic. Brand ended. <laughs> Excellent. So that's an hour. It's up to you. Do you want to keep going um, or do you, you want to end it for the well, week? It's up to you. We got we got plenty to do. It's up to you guys. What do you got? What do you guys think? I mean, do we have anybody listening to the show? We have <laughs> yes, no way of knowing that, right? <laughs> Somebody liked that Facebook Live video, like as instantly. We were doing, instantly. Oh wow! Wow. So instavid. <laughs> instavid. Okay. Hi, um, follower. Thanks for watching. Thanks, <laughs> listener Dan. <laughs> it wasn't Dan. It was no, it was somebody Scooter. else. Okay. Um, well, let's maybe we should play this uh, game as the final segment. Then Ben right, has well prepared a game. Let's, let's take a break real quick. So and then we'll we'll come back and. We'll screw around some more. Okay. Don't look at that, C-Flow. Oh, crap. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You've been listening to Daily Turismo Radio. You can follow the show on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Daily Turismo and on Twitter at Daily Turismo. Use the hashtag DT Radio.